Dr. Laura Corp Ferris, Professor, University of Pittsburgh Clinical and Translational Science Institute and Director of Clinical Trials, UPMC Department of Dermatology. She's going to talk about the new Phase 2B Frontier 1 study data that demonstrates the potential of a novel first and only oral IL-23 antagonist peptide to potentially change the treatment paradigm for patients with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Welcome to Health Professional Radio. Dr. Ferris, thank you for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. I mentioned, of course, that you're joining us here from the University of Pittsburgh Clinical and Translational Science Institute. Give us a bit of professional background and um, tell, you know, basically tell us a bit about yourself. Sure. I'm a certified dermatologist and I'm a professor of dermatology at the University of Pittsburgh and UPMC Medical Center. I do run our clinical trials uh, division and our psoriasis clinic at the University of Pittsburgh. And so we participate in a lot of uh clinical trials for new therapies of inflammatory disease, particularly psoriasis. And uh, this study that we're going to be talking about is actually one that we were uh, participated in as well. Well, tell us about this uh, Frontier Clinical Trial and what J&J 2113 is. Sure. So this drug is really novel. So this is a a small peptide or small piece of protein um, that is an antagonist of the IL-23 receptor. So IL-23 is a cytokine that we know is important in the pathogenesis of psoriasis, and we know that inhibiting the the molecule, the IL-23 molecule or the cytokine itself with larger molecules like antibodies um, is a very effective treatment for psoriasis. So how is this different? This does not want it doesn't target the cytokine itself. It targets the receptor. Um, two, it is not a big antibody. It's a small molecule. And um, three, it is be, it is able to be dosed orally instead of through an infusion or an injection like a traditional biologic or antibody therapy would be. Well, tell us what the goal of the study ultimately is and why the data is so important, especially now. So this was a study that was designed you know, like a, a traditional um, phase two study for a novel psoriasis therapy. So it targeted patients who were had moderate to severe disease. So these are patients who had a body surface area of 10% or more. They had a, an uh, investigator's um, global assessment of uh, moderate to severe, so a three greater than or equal to a three. And then patients were randomized um, to either placebo or to one of five different doses of this oral medication. And we followed them for 16 weeks um, and looked at their uh, disease severity as measured by their body surface area and their uh, their PASI score, which is the, the score that we use um, to measure psoriasis area and severity. So this was a pretty um, standard design for um, a trial like this to be able to look and see, one, how effective is the drug at um, reducing psoriasis severity, and two, to be able to compare um, several different doses of drug to uh, placebo. As far as the potential benefits of an oral medication for patients, you, you mentioned that it was not an injectable, right? Correct. This was given orally. And what are the benefits of uh, oral as opposed to an injection or some other delivery system? 
So some of the benefits are, one, there are patients who just simply don't want to get the shot. Um, so this was a study in adults 18 or older, but you can imagine, one, there are a, a significant number of needle-phobic adults. It's estimated that 1% to 2% of adults really have needle phobia and that they will um, sometimes not even treat their disease because of a, a fear of an injectable drug. Um, two, as we think sort of down the road about therapy, um, the, the psoriasis is a disease that affects all age groups. You know, children, for example, sometimes are um, another group that wouldn't want to uh, have an injectable drug. So one, the ability to um, avoid an injection is helpful. Two, the half-life of this drug, so it's dosed every day. Um, and so that has some advantages in that, for example, it's a little easier to start and stop it. So um, if you are if a patient develops an infection, they're having a surgery, they need a vaccine, they would like to have a drug that they can stop for a period of time, have their intervention, and then go back on the drug. An oral therapy with a shorter half-life actually is uh, is more flexible in that way than an injectable drug. So is this shorter half-life representative of more or less treatment as far as the drugs are concerned? Is there more in an injectable as opposed to the oral well, so there is, um, I think really the way to think about it is how frequently do you need to take the drug? So injections can be given less frequently. Um, if we look at the injections we have sort of across the board for um, patients with psoriasis, they can be anywhere from every two weeks up to once every three months. So that's a less frequent dosing than what we would see, for example, in this study um, in which um, doses, patients were given uh, medication either once or twice a day to take orally. Moderate to severe, um, is the, are the dosage levels uh, changed based on the, the severity of the condition, or is this kind of a one-size-fits-all once, once you start the treatment? So once you start the treatment, there's, you know, this, this is a drug, and this was studied at five different actual doses. And so patients received, they were randomized to receive their particular dose, and they received that dose throughout the 16 weeks of the study. So at the very beginning when they had their most severe disease, and even if they would have cleared, for example, they would still stay on the same dose of, of drug. And that's really pretty compatible with what we, how we treat um, patients in the real what do you think this will do to, I guess, transform or influence physicians' treatment decisions when it comes to uh, moderate to severe plaque psoriasis if J&J &J 2113 gets approved? So I think that this gives patients another option. So I, it gives us sort of a, the efficacy of a biologic, um, so something that um, would need to be given that traditionally we've only had an option to give to patients and a shot, but it gives them the option to take it orally. So that's going to be appealing to a lot of our patients. Um, it's also great that it targets the IL-23 pathway. Um, this is a pathway that we know is really central to the pathogenesis of psoriasis. So you're really targeting um, the immune system really just at the molecular level um, at sort of the um, the sort of key driver cytokine. Um, and also, we like the IL-23 pathway because of the safety that it offers. So we know with the injectable IL-23 inhibiting drugs, um, in addition to their efficacy, one of the very appealing factors of them is their safety. And um, this was a you know phase two study. This wasn't a very 
large study, but really one of the important primary endpoints was safety. And we saw sort of similar safety to what we see with IL-23 um, injectable biologics. And I think we'll learn a lot more in phase three when this drug moves to phase three and we have larger populations treated for longer times. Um, in order to be able to see, you know, if we still maintain that safety profile that we uh, that we associate with IL-23 inhibition. Is there anything that you'd like to add for our listeners? So I think, you know, one of the things that your listeners will be really interested in is the efficacy of this drug. So the primary endpoint that we had was a PASI 75 response or 75% reduction in psoriasis severity. And that was achieved at week 16 by about 9% of patients on placebo. Um, and we can see that in the patients who received the highest dose of drug, which was 100 milligrams um, twice a day, that 78.6% of patients had a PASI 75 response. We saw a nice dose response uh, curve. I think the other important point is, you know, we like to think about can we actually get our patients clear and we can measure this as a PASI 100, so 100% reduction in psoriasis severity. And that was um, not achieved by any patients on placebo, but by 40% of the patients at the highest dose of drug of 100 milligrams twice a day. So I think this is really exceptional um, efficacy. And I think that that's going to be what's going to be attractive both to physicians and patients. So this uh, this study has been was presented at the 25th World Congress of Dermatology um, just in July of this year, but um, we're really waiting for um, the peer review publication to come out so that your listeners will be able to read all about the details of this study, the efficacy data, the safety data. Well, I appreciate your time with us this morning, Doctor. Thank you so much for joining us here on Health Professional Radio. Hopefully, we'll speak again. Great. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Laura Corb-Ferris. Audio copies of this program are available at healthprofessionalradio.com.au, also at Anchor Spotify, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.